so I heard this thing this morning, which was on uh, on the radio. I listened to, do you know Conscious FM? No, it's but like, I really like the name. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Conscious it's like FM. Conscious reggae music and yeah. chatting and stuff. I'll just always have it on in the background. Um, and it, this guy was saying, your comfort, getting in a comfort zone is the like, I can't remember what he actually said, but the like killer of ambition. Like killer of dreams or ambition. The killer of dreams yeah, and yeah. ambition. And I thought, nah. Uh, like, I get it in context. Have we started already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how we start. We just, we just kind of, yeah, straight into okay, it. Okay, so I get yeah, it in context. Look, now I'm getting nervous. I'm like, oh my God. We're nah, just come on. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about that and I was like, because he was saying, you know, if you start getting comfortable, mm-hmm. if you've got like a comfortable life, then... Yeah, you just don't you just stop following your dreams. But then mm. it's the other way. So then there's this other guy that I listened to. He's on I had this playlist um that w- w- it was in one of my yoga my, one of my yoga teachers did it as a playlist and there was this really interesting uh guy talking on it about I can't remember what it was. Um it's like saying um let me just think of the exact words. It's about causing chaos in the world mm. and as an individual. And he, what this guy was saying, I think, I think it's Buddhist. I don't know, yeah. actually. Um, but I think she's Buddhist. Anyway, maybe I'll just... But basically it's saying if you can become content with food, shelter and companionship, mm. those are the only three things that we actually need. And those people are the ones that... The people that can be content with food, shelter, and companionship are the ones that can move forwards to supporting other people and mm. and and developing in in a more like I suppose spiritual and and kind of uh, different kind of way. But those who aren't content with that, who want so many different things, like yeah. I want an, uh, this and this and this and this and this, they just cause chaos in the world mm, because so, they would they would be going out the way to do something for their own gain that will affect other people or affect other people's gain yeah. in terms of like access to like those basic things that we need. Yeah. But it's interesting because technically but both both people are kind of saying, but then but that's, that's, that's the thing. So what's correlation? What's the correlation between being content and being comfortable? Like, is that the same thing or would that, would you say the two no, different I don't, things? Yeah, no, I think those are two different things, aren't they? Because contentness, you can be content when you well what, i suppose i think being content is a very very wonderful place to get to mm. and i think for me that's what it's like practicing gratitude creates this contentedness it's kind of like it's, it's just a state of being right just being content and, and it's hard and i think i think for me it connects to peace as well a little bit yeah like con- i think i think peace comes with being content but then also yeah, yeah it's interesting because at what point does the person go, I'm content enough not to, like, make certain progress in my life? Yeah, but I don't think yeah. that... That's what I was thinking as well. It's like, actually, the guy, this guy talking unconscious saying, I get it, like, if you just are... Con- if you're just comfortable and then you don't want to go further. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I just I feel I feel a bit. But you know, you know what? So I have a I have a different spin. I have a different spin on this, and and this is like something that's come up for me recently. Mm. And I was having the same conversation with the lad in yesterday, actually, and I was saying that actually, like for a while, I've, I've, I went through this like stage of like being content mm. and just like being comfortable i guess like comfortable content but i was still trying to achieve stuff i was still trying to learn about myself in the world and so on so on but now i realize actually i'm like i'm getting to the stage where like i've i actually want to i want to have money mm. and and what i mean by that is like i want to be like financially free from having to do certain things in order to live yeah so i want to have enough money to go you know what i don't want to limit myself to having certain life experiences for example let's say i want to go i want to do like six or seven different holidays throughout the year but then I go, you know what? I don't have enough annual leave at work. Mm. I don't have enough annual leave days. So then I go, or maybe I don't have enough money to pay for all of those holidays. So I'm like, you know what? With financial freedom, like some of those barriers get tackled. So I want to I wanna actually, I've realized that I live this one life, yeah? Yeah. This one life. And it's like, why would I stop myself from experiencing this life in the best way possible? You know, like there's so many different things to experience in life, right? Yeah. So Definitely. I'm like, how can I put myself in that position or this one I'm working on now, I'm trying to put myself in that position. I am putting myself in that position. Let me yeah. just be clear. Where I get to experience life the best way I, you know, I can, possibly. Yeah, I think the difficulty is sometimes when we're talking about, oh, I want I want financial freedom, mm. and that's where my happiness lies. And I know that's not what you said, but we can, mm. but people can get caught up in chasing the finance. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And actually... If we're chasing money is such for me, it's like the root of all evil. Mm. It's like, how can we this concept of value that we put on money? It's like, why do I get paid a certain amount as a youth worker? And my role, my job is like I'm professional. I'm mm. uh, excelling in my work. I put my all into I think it. I think that's I think that's our own fault you know like so as a youth worker as well I'm gonna say it like that yeah. and, and and what I mean by that is that we almost shoot ourselves in in, in a foot in, in our own foot because basically like we would almost work for free because yeah, we no, care yeah. about you know you know what I mean yeah. so like we don't actually don't like work for free. yeah we, we don't we don't really set ourselves up to be like you know what these are our standards and this is what how much we're gonna do this work for a good example is remember the story of like when you know like you know people were doing public speaking like yeah. motivational speaking but they were doing it in schools yeah so in early stages like they were charging a certain i can't remember what, what the amount was but let's say let's say someone would charge someone like six thousand pounds to go do like a like a 30 minute speech right mm. and then what started happening it's like there's people that realize there's money in it and people started kind of becoming public speakers and started doing it as well and then and then as time went on they start charging less and less and then eventually it's got down so like let's say I'm um, as an example like two thousand pounds where like people are just like actually whoa like sometimes my, it might not be worth my time or yeah. putting effort into it and stuff. So it's 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 almost like as a community as well of youth workers, sometimes we have to go, you know what, I'm not gonna do it for this much. Definitely. We have to, yeah, you know, yeah. And also that's also our responsibility to not expect other youth workers to come and do shit for free. Oh, mm. am I not meant to swear? No, you can okay, cool. no, you can swear. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, when yeah, but that's not actually what I was getting at. In mm. context of money and value, it's like even yeah, that's a very good and valid point, and we should value ourselves highly mm. um, because we are highly valued. But 
in context of money, it's like me, let's say me as a youth worker here in the UK mm. and then me as a youth worker in Kenya or a Kenyan woman as a youth worker in Kenya and we're doing the same kind of work and uh, we're getting the sa- uh, paid the same kind of, um, in the same pay bracket mm. in our countries and yet her, the Kenyan woman, her money is so much less in context of the global ec- economy yeah. than mine. Why? Like, mm. that's because of, that. that's where I see, so for me, if we're going to make any kind of like radical change in the world, mm. it has to be around the economics. Do you know what I mean? It has yeah, to be yeah. around changing the economics of the world. Because why is it that we can, even going on holiday and stuff mm. like that, it's like, you know, like a lot of my friends and family in Kenya, they don't go, they can't go abroad. They can't, in, even in context of like getting a flight and stuff like that, it's all in mm. pounds and in dollars. Mm. It's like, why? Like, that. it's just part of, that is like the key to f- actual world freedom. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah l- like world freedom is like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like money is the root of all evil, you know? It's like, why is it that, that that we can have such different values in different parts of the world. Mm. It's terrible. So I think for me also, there's another thing about money. So I used to think that as well. I used to think money is the root of all evil for yeah. like for years. Yeah. But recently, like I've again, like my, my mind's always changing and stuff. Like recently, like I've come to a conclusion for me that money is only what we agree the money is. Yeah. You know, what two parties agree that money means to between the two parties. Yeah. Sort of thing. And, 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 and that's the thing. It's like, and just 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 going back just going back to the whole thing of like having money right so for instance if if you let's say had a business that's generating like loads of income yeah. you could potentially go and say you know what i'm going to pay youth workers three times more yeah. than they paid so that's the thing so i'm like now now i'm getting to the point of like i want to put myself in a position of power to do that a financial power yeah it's like because that's the thing capital. yeah exactly exactly yeah. because that's the thing unless 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 I put myself in that position, then I'm never going to be able to do it. You know, I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can always say this should happen, this should happen. But like sometimes you have to be leading the change or mm. be, be, you know, be be the people that's making that change. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, so um, yeah, what's the other thing you want to talk about? Well, I was thinking dreams are always interesting. Yeah, like dreams, like what kind of dreams? As in, like dreams, as in like life goals and like no, vision, no, no. or like dreams, as in like. When you're sleeping dreams. But that's the thing. I can't remember most of them. Or like, yeah. Have you ever kept a dream diary? No, I haven't. Mm. It's really, it's yeah. really cool. Because obviously, so for me, I'm really interested in the subconscious. Like mm. my mum is a psychotherapist. Psychotherapist, yeah. Um, and she's always been very interested in dreams and understanding mm. your subconscious. And for me... It's fascinating because the amount of time we spend sleeping and and what our minds do when we're sleeping is like such a a huge part of our life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And how do we access that kind of area of knowledge, really? Mm. Um, Because often we don't remember and stuff like that. Like I don't keep a dream. I've kept a dream diary like for a little bit Mm. um, and then I haven't done it because you have to get really into a rhythm because you have to write it down straight away yeah. because you forget. Um, so keeping a dream diary, but my mum's my kept it for like years and years and years and years and years. And now, like I think since I was about four, she's kept it. 
Um, So that's, yeah, like 30 years, Mm. you know. And so now when she has recurring dreams, she can look back and read about the same dream and actually what what has changed and what has happened. Yeah, that's interesting. I've I've, I've had recurring dreams as well before. Yeah, it's really, yeah, yeah, they're really impressive. Like it's, it's, it's tapping into something that, that is... Like we don't pay enough attention. I think we don't pay enough attention to mm. it. And it's like in previous cultures, in older cultures, you would spend a lot longer discussing dreams, and it would be more of a discussion. So I've heard uh, like more of a discussion of of what's what's been going on. You know, it's more mm. of a part of our lives. Whereas now, kind of feels like it just you know, happen. If, move on. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not not even going to think about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't remember my, my like I don't remember my actual like. So that's the thing, like nightmares are dreams as well. But I don't remember like the normal dreams or like, you know, I just yeah. know I can't run in the normal dreams. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. something around gravity, which is funny. Like, no, yeah. I don't. Can you run in your dreams? Yeah. You can. Yeah. You can run. I can run. I can't run in my dreams. I can't run in real life. No, 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 but I, no seriously, I can't run in my dreams. But anyway, so, um, so I only remember like two. Yeah, I think I remember like two nightmares I've had. Yeah. But like obviously, I don't remember in detail exactly, but because they were such powerful nightmares, or like yeah. they made me like, they put me in like a state of shock. Yeah. Where like I just, yeah, just it just kind of like stayed there. Yeah. And and there's this other like assumption I have of, um, so you know like, so no intuition. Yeah. Because you, you spoke about subconscious, right? Yeah. So I think intuition is really just our subconscious telling us, things so you know when someone goes oh my god my intuition is telling me don't do this or this person is this or whatever i already think that subconscious has already like made a decision or has already identified something Mm -hmm. and they're just sending the signal to the consciousness where like people go oh that's my intuition telling me yeah and then our intuition gets crushed by our i think like our social kind of behavior that we have to do like Mm. that's what i'm doing with the lutador it's not not completely but like some of the work that like my uh, work that I want to do with the loot adorers is around like our powerful feminine intuition mm. that is then like basically squished by concepts of like you know women should be nice and like mm. you should always be nurturing and you shouldn't be aggressive and these kind of things where actually that's just stopping your natural intuition mm. from coming out, which yeah is really really hard. But yeah, I think I yeah. think intuition and your subconscious and like what's going on inside you is really really powerful and if you can get there and get to knowing yourself more and more and more i think that's that's life isn't it like Mm. if we can grow in in knowledge of ourselves of our true deep down selves Mm. then that's really that's some powerful stuff and that's why it's interesting because people always say like you know i'm getting old and i've never i've never had um a feeling of negativeness towards me aging like I don't think I'm old now I like that I'm getting towards being an elder I'm excited about when I am actually a proper elder and Mm. I'm excited about my life journey and continuing and continuing do you know what I mean and I've never and I know that in this society people are often like you know oh I've turned 18 oh man I'm getting old or I've turned 21 or now I'm getting old and Mm. it's like a but but even 30 like I've noticed when when a lot of my friends or my sisters turned 30 um it was like tragic you know and you're thinking for me I'm getting to I'm getting to know myself more and more and more Mm. and I'm getting to know what I want in my life and who Mm. I want in my life and where I want to be in my life and 
you know, it's, I think it's, it's really, I think it's a powerful thing to become older and it's a powerful, and not all of us get to do it. And actually that gratefulness for my continued life and my mm. continued living is, yeah, is, it's, it's really, that's what I want, you know, that's what, that's what I think. I think it's sad when yeah. people get, get sad about getting older. It's a bit like. No, I don't, like, yeah, <laughs> that's not, I can't, I can't relate to, as in like, I can relate to what you're saying as I'm, I'm excited to kind of like get older, you yeah. know, like, but yeah. And I think, and I think in life is just that thing of like, every single thing has got pros and cons, yin and yang, like every single thing. It's like this, mm. you know, there's pros of being younger, there's pros of being older, like every single thing, but it's just more about like appreciation and gratitude yeah, for yeah. the stage that we're at at the moment. Yeah. And you know what I was going to say? You mentioned growth, but like, what does growth mean to you? Because I have another like concept of growth as well. What does growth mean to me? I suppose growth, it, for me, it would be like, um, like nourishment. Do you know what I mean? Like seeing growth is about, it's like, if you think about it in context of nature, mm. it's about nourishing, nourishing development yeah yeah do, do you know what's funny you spoke about nature and like sometimes people go like what's the purpose in life because you know like a lot of people are trying to find purpose and i think there's multiple purposes it's like there might be a purpose as a someone as an individual might have a purpose in general but i think when people talk about purpose in life yeah like you don't ever go to a tree or like a flower and go like what's the purpose in life like it's the purpose is to grow the purpose is to live that's why it's called life mm. the purpose is to live and but going back to growth, um, so the thing about growth, I don't believe in growth anymore. Okay. Um, obviously, I think people grow physically, grow like yeah. I think I think that's a thing. So physically, I believe in growth physically. Like things grow, plants grow. You know, we change. We grow. So, but but I think but I think when it comes to growth, I think it's more about change and like I think we constantly change. Yeah. Like I was going through a bunch of different quotes. I was so I was going through my work laptop and I was just like clearing up my files and all of that stuff the other day. And I was basically, I was going through like my quote folder that I've had. And I remember I made that folder like three, four years ago and I put a bunch of different quotes in there that I loved. Mm. And I was going through those quotes. Actually, half of them I can't relate to no more. Really? Yeah, so that's the thing. That's and cool. and that time was just, it's, things were looking like, yeah, this is growth, that's growth. And now I'm just like, actually, I'm just constantly changing all the time. I can watch the same movie that I watched three years ago and think that it's either even better than it was before, or think that it's worse than. But but it's, what I realize is just me. I'm constantly changing, mm-hmm. and sometimes you know what's not measurable. Yeah, it's like how much do we change on a day to day basis that we, we don't even realize. And mm. we spoke about like subconscious and stuff. And it's like I'm not the same person that I was yesterday in a weird way because I might have learned something yesterday that's already changed my perspective a little bit. Yeah. So sometimes it's like, and that's why I don't believe in growth because like. Sometimes change can be like I might even reverse to an older mindset yeah. if it adds value to me. Yeah. But like what does you know, what does growth mean? But I, I know what growth means in terms of like what we're talking about, but No, but it's also yeah. interesting. Um so it's interesting what you were saying about change because um Hannah said to me recently, change is humans find change quite difficult, but it's the only constant in our lives. Mm. So I was like, Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, which is true. Like, we're, everything is always changing continuously. And it's interesting what you're saying about growth. Because, like, watching Elijah 
um, grow up. Like, so now he, how old is he? Uh, he's not, like 19 months, a year and a half. Um, and watching the way that he is learning is like, I don't think we can ever learn like that ever. We, we lose that ability mm. to learn in the way that children, babies and toddlers do because it's like he can just suck up all of the stuff that's going on around him mm. and like that curiosity. I mean, we couldn't be as curious as a toddler for our whole lives. But this, but this, one, this was going to ask you, do you think we lose it or do, do, do you think we stop using it? I think both of them. Mm. I think we stop using it. But it's like, so say his curiosity. So if we're walking down the street and we're walking, he's walking by himself, which we try to do most mm. of the time, then he will stop at, um, you know, at a letterbox and then at a thing on the floor and then at a, at a, at a little bolt sticking out and then mm. at um, a flower. And then, mm. you know, you're walking down a, a short, short street and it will take it can take you like half an hour or an hour do you know what i mean which is amazing it's like super incredible to watch his curiosity at that point that point that point that Mm. point that and that is something that i think you couldn't go through life like that because you it's too much do you know what i mean it's like if if me as an adult like on my way to work yeah it's like you've got you've got shit to do (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i couldn't do that but as a as a baby that's or as a toddler like that's uh, incredible thing to be able to do mm. and that kind of growth that you do in that age is like maybe unparalleled to any other growth but do you know, that we do, do, do you later think, on do you think it's a thing of like we've already identified or made up our mind on what those things are what what things are oh yeah like, yeah, yeah. like what, whatever it is like that's that Elijah's discovery yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so so in, obviously not not to say that we're correct with what we identified it yeah. as because loads of people will think it's a different thing mm. most commonly people will think it's that same thing anyways yeah yeah but just see it differently but the thing is like do you think it's that do you think we already identified it and now we're just like unless we revisit and I think that's why revisiting something is really powerful and, and, yeah, and yeah. I guess I'll put it in a way of like like just revisiting a relationship we have with something it's not always a relationship with the person because sometimes we can we can have relationships with material things yeah. and just things around us with the relationship with the world and ourselves and so on so on so sometimes it's about going you know what i thought that that's that from a young age i, I might have made up my mind around something mm. but it's powerful to just revisit and go you know what actually let me look at this one more time yeah and you know see if it's actually that yeah and and I think maybe that and I think that's what babies that's do what, yeah, yeah. from early. They try to they try to identify what is what, and and I think maybe they're developing a mindset around how they perceive stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because then you have to because you have to think about it. it's like where where did our like perception around things come? It came from growing up and just being curious and exploring and yeah. And if he grew up, down if he grew up in a different country or if he grew up in the middle of somewhere else, he would grow in that environment and just totally ad- mm. be in that environment. Mm. It's like a tiny baby that's born in Japan will learn Japanese. A tiny baby that's born in England will learn English. Uh, mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like that 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 abil- our ability to just to grow within our society is like crazy. And that's the thing, and this 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 goes back to like when so when it comes now it's my youth worker hats coming back on. So when it comes to like young people in general, it's like, and I think this is why the society needs to be a bit more conscious around what they expose young people to. Yeah. And you know, and sometimes the exposure might even be just at home. It might just be like outside of, you know, they might like some 
someone could be having like a fight or something, mm. but they're still being exposed. They're experiencing something that could potentially influence on, you know, their perception. Everything. Yeah, on everything. Yeah. You know, like those, those, so that that's the thing I think, and I think that's why people need to be more aware of like conversations they're having with people, things they're doing around people, and so on, so on, because everything's got an effect on something. Yeah, definitely. It's like advertising as well. You know, um, like Elijah will look uh, like when we were on the tube or something. Or you know when you go up the escalators and then there's well you're like looking at all those things and when you're doing mm. it you're like just looking and looking but then when I'm watching Elijah doing it I'm like whoa that is really intense it's like picture 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 yeah, picture yeah. do you know what I mean it's like affecting me and yeah I think I was chatting to Janique and she was saying like now she's just like I can't like I can't even mm. deal with this and actually what are we how can we protect ourselves from what I mean, I think the advertising industry mm. is pretty, it's a pretty dangerous uh, tool of manipulation. Probably the, it's a, one of the biggest tools of manipulation um, mm. that is around. Do, do you know what's funny? Yeah? Not, not to say that, I'm, you know, just because I have it, not to say that everyone else has it as yeah. well. But you know what's funny? I don't actually give a shit about the adverts. You don't give a I shit get about exposed the adverts. To, yeah. And doesn't impact me at all. Like so I d- why are you wearing the clothes that you're wearing? Um, that is a great question. That's because I chose to get them. You chose to get them. I chose to but get them. But why are you wearing? Because why I, because I like the way they look. Why do you like the way but that I, they look? But see the stuff that I bought. Yeah, just to be clear. Yeah. They were not on adverts. But you're wearing clothes that fit in with society. What, what else is there to buy? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. You could make your own clothes. Yeah, like what but else that's, is there to buy? That's what's interesting, isn't it? It's mm. like we say. And you have to be, I think we should try and be as conscious as possible to not be affected by it. I see, I see, I see yeah, I see your point. Like, I think, I think you've got a good point because, like, it's like, what is our society? And maybe, like, what is influenced by the advertising or whatever? Because maybe yeah. I did buy something that's, that's been influenced by that. But what I mean is, like, so when I see certain, when there's adverts coming up on my YouTube or mm. if I'm out in public, whatever, I don't actually pay attention to them whatsoever. Yeah. I don't I don't consume them. I don't intake the adverts. But how do you stop that subconsciously and how do you know that's not, that's not happening subconsciously? Because if I'm not paying attention to it, I'm not going to consume the information. I see what you're saying and I think that's a really positive place to be. But say, for example, but I'm not sure... But also, that's my experience. If someone else's experience could be completely different. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but I'm also thinking like uh, I wouldn't want to underestimate the power of of the advertising industry and how they have st- like basically studied human behavior for years and years mm. and years to influence them to, to influence us to buy things and to hate ourselves basically mm. and to hate each other um, and to create this really like really mad weird society that oh we're for in. sure I, I I agree with that I think that's definitely what the they do. Is, yeah. yeah, it's all yeah, about yeah. money, isn't it? Um, really, money is all evil. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but it's like, say for example, myself. Let's let's look at um, like female body image, you know, and being a woman and feeling confident in your own self. Mm. And even though, let's say me, like I I try not to pay attention to things and stuff like that, but it is a always a constant battle because you are there is so many images all the time Mm. everywhere of naked women do you know what I mean everywhere even now when we're saying yeah like 
we can't deny mm. that. Do you know what I mean? You go into Westfield. Even the other day, I was like walking into Westfield, and I was like, on one side, you've got a massive thing. You know, the when the when you cross over that bridge from the old Stratford Centre, and there's that uh, Marks and Spencers, and on the Marks and Spencers one, there's this huge woman in um, like not huge as in big, obviously they're all skinny. Huge woman in her uh, in her lingerie, yeah, like massive, like I don't know how many times the size of person, but mm. like this massive woman that's it that's basically naked, and then on the other side you've got a huge picture of this man that's fully clothed and looking really like I don't know, powerful, intelligent, like moving forwards. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. completely dressed, mm. and that like it just struck me. I was like, it's just, it's just totally everywhere like all the time and even though what I say is I want to be conscious of what's going on mm. so rather than rather than not looking at it I'm looking at it and I'm analyzing it do you know what I mean I'm looking at the advertisement mm. and I'm thinking what are they doing what are they trying to say like right here these two images one of a man and one of a woman what what is that saying to me mm. what are they trying to say to me subconsciously but you know what but just going back to the thing of like so you said it's a battle but then the way you're winning the battle is by analyzing it, analyzing, but also overcoming, overcoming, you know, just empowering yourself. It's about yeah, self-empowerment. Yeah. You're empowering, you know, you kind of go, you know what, actually, I understand what you're trying to do. Yeah. And I'm not going to fall for that. Yeah. And I have a mind of my own. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's, and that's, the, that's, the, that's the point I was trying to get to. But I also well. think, although I say I've got a mind of my own, I also understand the influence that images can have on me. So say, for example, mm-hmm. um, one thing that I do um, that um, that Vicky influenced me to do, she said that she had an Instagram which was making her feel really negative. So she's mm. created a new Instagram that was only full of positive things. So on my Instagram, I basically I follow a lot of bigger women and a lot of like women that like to, that are very comfortable in uh, sort of, putting out images there of their their like un, not oh, un, underdressed yeah. but them in their little bikinis and stuff mm-hmm. like that to counter the images that I'm getting all the time do you know what I mean so it's like I also am in making sure that there's other images that are coming to me which maybe maybe is a positive side of access to social media maybe I don't mm-hmm. not sure if there is many positive sides to it but like having those images having a counter image is really important do you know what i mean it's yeah, like yeah a, that makes yeah, sense counter image and then and that's i think that's the beautiful thing about instagram <clears throat> it's a weird thing to say but yeah that's the beautiful thing about instagram it's like we get to choose on like what we follow but then <clears throat> you don't because then they like influence you and they they those algorithm things i, I, I can totally go on my instagram right now and then follow and follow certain pages yeah of course and, but yeah. also you they're like oh follow this person you're like do you, do you know, you know, you know, you know what my favorite thing with Instagram is? Yeah, like, yeah. and this is not to you. This is just to people in general. Like, if you don't like it, just delete it. Yeah, but addiction is real. Yeah, I guess, I guess maybe like the dopamine. Addiction's super real. But do you know what? This this kind of goes back to see from the conversation we're having. Yeah. Like, I feel like, and in, in even in a couple episodes before, like awareness has come up quite a few times. That yeah. awareness is super important. But I think now, even having this conversation, is just like, I think people just being aware. Yeah is already like the first step to empowering themselves because I think once the awareness is there, then 
it's kind of like the hard work begins in terms of like making certain changes and just implementing certain strategies in life that yeah, can yeah. you know counter these like things where someone's being influenced or yeah i think that's true awareness is really important as long as you are willing to change that awareness so say for example mm. when we're talking about racism and people are saying you know like i'm not racist or something like that and that concept of like you need to realize that we live in a racist society and you need awareness of the everyday racisms that is going on in your own mind because you are influenced by society so i think mm. the way to become anti-racist is to like be aware of racism that's going on in your own head and challenge that at all points do you know what i mean yeah so i think it is about awareness but you can't just be like oh i'm aware of of racism or i'm aware of sexism or i'm aware of any of the isms and schisms that are going on you have to be aware that that is a con or i'm aware of like body image fuckeries that are going on mm. all the time you have to be first you have to be aware you can't underthink remember what we were talking about the other day about mm. uh, underthinking is, is definitely under, yeah. yeah you have to be aware and then you have to challenge them at all times oh this is really in my way isn't it yeah so the other thing I was going to add, yeah, is that I think conversation is super important. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's the thing. And sometimes it's like, I don't expect people to be aware if they haven't had a certain conversation that can potentially yeah. make them aware or they haven't been exposed to certain piece of information or they yeah, haven't yeah. read something. So I think, and I think even reading, I think reading is a conversation. I think when definitely. someone reads something, that's a conversation. Yeah. And sometimes it's about the conversation that's happening internally as well. Yeah. Within ourselves too. So yeah, it's, it's, I think I think conversation is really important, and I think going back to you spoke about challenge, and I think this is why people need to start having certain conversations and challenging people that are aware already with people that are unaware, sort of thing. What say again? So like people that so let, let's say for instance like we're aware of certain things, right? So we should be taking the lead to have certain conversations with people that are not aware of certain yeah, things. Yeah, for sure. But that's the thing. At the end of the day. <clears throat> we can all always have the conversation and it's almost like an invitation for yeah. them to come and look at things from a different point of view. Yeah. But they might not even accept it. They might still go back to their ignorant ways of life. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It know. has to be, mm. yeah, it has to be an ongoing thing. And there's no point in having, like, that's why I don't like that concept of debating. I think it's really like a really negative mm. thing. Cause it's like, if we're having a debate, <laughs> the way that we learn to have a conversation when we're in school or whatever, is it, or like, that weird stuff that they do in parliament and this weird concept of debating is like i've got a point i'm gonna fight it to the end you've got a point you're gonna fight it to the end mm. and that's just like that's not developing knowledge that's not under like creating something that we come to together i like conversations rather than like it's all it, it's a dialogue isn't it if we're mm. having a dialogue and we're we're opening up concepts and ideas then that's where knowledge, new knowledge is formed. It's not about I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah, but then that's 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 the thing. So then I would highlight another point where like not every single person knows how to have a conversation. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and a lot and of people having, have too many conversations with themselves on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, enough. Nah, <laughs> or for, on for social sure. media. And, and 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 being able to have the right conversation or having the right way, and I think that's 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 a skill in itself. Yeah, I think someone said. Um, Someone said once, oh, rather than, you know, you can say, oh, I'm going to call you out. Uh, I think it's Darcy. She, she was saying, oh, I'll call you in, you know, <laughs> so it's yeah, quite yeah, nice. Yeah. Rather than being <laughs> like, oh, whatever, you're a dickhead because of this. 
It's like, well, actually, let's discuss yeah, this yeah. and open up that uh-huh. concept. Call you in. I'll call you in. Come yeah. here. Let's have a let's have a chat about that. Uh, language is fine. I, I love language actually, and yeah. the way it's used and stuff. Ling- got, like, linguist. Well, welcome, welcome back. Welcome forward. Or the we're, we're, not, we're not going back. Like, are we actually week beginning weekend? Oh yeah, the weekend. Or like, yeah. I understand or I overstand. Do you know what? Actually, I just remembered. It just reminded me of something. Uh, so I had this thought the other day. So you know, so you know, like, so I always say that, like, people only have like one birthday and it's the day they're born, right? Yeah. And then I was actually reflecting on that because I was like, why do I keep on saying it? And then I realized I have like, I don't have an issue with the calendar, but calendar is just like a measurement system of the days we have, right? Yeah. And then I was thinking, yeah, so, and I wrote this down. I was thinking like, who's actually, who's in control, yeah? Is it the calendar or me? And it's like, and it's almost like, why do I have to like wait for the calendar to tell me what I need to appreciate and what I should be celebrating? Mm-hmm. And also it's like, am I, so I was like, am I actually in charge of my life? Or is the calendar in charge of my life? And you know, uh, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And time and yeah, calendars is really interesting. But another thing that's interesting about calendars is, like, you know, the the first calendars were like around a twenty eight day cycle and like the moon and stuff like that. And you know, we always think about you know men being all in the most intelligent and stuff. But who is it that needs a twenty eight day cycle of a calendar? that's in context of the moon. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. women. It's our it's our cycles that mm. have that calendar and have that flow and stuff like that. Mm. I thought that was really cool. I was like, yeah. That is cool. We made up the calendar. But now I you're like looking that. at it in a kind of negative way. So. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not like, I'm, I don't think it's, an, if anything, like, that's that's the thing. It comes down to perspective. I don't think yeah, it's it a com- negative no, way. No, it's true. I think, I think it's about empowerment. It's, it's going, no, well, actually, I don't need to wait for a calendar to tell me it's Women's Day, International Women's Day, or, you know, I can do that any day I want to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because why would I, it's like, it's almost like the calendar is going to dictate what I'm going to be doing on certain days. It's like, it's like the New Year's is coming up. So it's going to dictate that I'm going to be celebrating New Year's. You know, like it's... Yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's really weird. It's like, it needs to to remind me that I'm alive. Like I've I've just had another year gone by. Like it's, it's, it's mad. I quite like it when there's different calendars though. So it's like... Oh, today's New Year's in this calendar, but then in twelve yeah. days' time, it's New Year's in someone else's calendar, and then it's a different New Year's in someone else's calendar, and it's like I quite like I quite like that, like realizing that there's different calendars. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Do you know what I mean? And going back on the age thing, because we started with it, you you were talking about like some people are not comfortable with like getting older and stuff. Yeah, you know what? I find this like really ni- like really cool way of looking at age. Like rather than saying how old someone is, it's just like going like what level are you at? Yeah. It's like, and the age is the level, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like level one, level two, level three. It's like, oh, what cool. level are you at? <laughs> yeah, that's and life. Cool. It's pretty cool. It's yeah, pretty it's cool. cool. If you look at years as levels, that's one level. We completed one level. Bling. We just started the next level. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool <laughs> way of looking at it. It doesn't have like the, you know, actually Mikash, Mikash, yeah. he would, um, he would ask, how young are you? Yeah, Which yeah. has a more positive, like, way of asking someone's age. It's like, how, how young are you? Rather than how old because it's almost like people have this like this kind of negative that sort of association with old i guess maybe yeah which is mad um do you have like um i'm not gonna ask you this actually do you do affirmations do i do affirmations what do you mean by affirmations i was gonna ask you so i've started doing something recently so the question is coming from something i'm doing but do you have like a morning routine 
I like to. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it gets interrupted with a little toddler. I, I, I know now, now it does, but even okay. Let, let's say <laughs> prior. Yeah, let's say prior to. No, no. I've actually done it more since yeah. Elijah's been okay. born. Um, and the first thing that I do is stick my head out the window and breathe fresh air. Mm. which i like i grab my phone so <laughs> yeah. it's not i don't really start my day in the right in the right yeah. way so i open the window well the window is already open obviously with the window open um but yeah put my head out the window and breathe mm, i love that um yeah and then i think when my okay the perfect thing to do Mm. is then writing down things that you're grateful for just five things that you're grateful for and it's quite a nice it's a very positive way to do it because you can you can think about the day before so you can be mm. and you can be try to do different things that you're grateful for rather than you know i'm grateful for my mom i'm grateful for my dad um you can do different things like i'm grateful for the rain yesterday or i'm grateful mm. that i was able i don't know you can do whatever but that that is super positive mm. um and then in the future what i would want to do because i'm getting more and more into yoga I still don't really do it by myself. I only do it when I'm around, when we're doing it together in a class. In the future, I'd mm. like to be able to do yoga in the morning as well and do my own my own kind of flow because I'm getting to the point where I believe that I, I should, I, not I should, but like I can do my own thing with yeah. yoga. Um, and that's really exciting because it's like developing your uh, sort of mind mind body spiritual connection in a in a movement kind of way um so that would be the aim Mm. but that's not happening yet because i have to like get elijah up and you've got some serious commitments yeah yeah but that's not that's not even for me yeah yoga like i I mean i started doing yoga when i was in brit school so when i was like 16 um so it's been a part of my life for ages but now it's like uh, sorry, I get distracted. Uh, but now it's like I've so since I got pregnant, so I've been doing yoga, 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 and then getting quite into it, doing it like three or four times a week or whatever. And then I got pregnant, and that's when things really started to kick off for mm. me because I realized that it gave me the freedom in the sessions. So I'd be going to a yoga session, and you you're doing what the teacher's saying or whatever, la 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 la. But when you're pregnant, you can't do it. You can't do it in the same way. You have to listen to your own body. And I was able to do, like, my teachers knew me and I've been doing it for years. So they were like, you know what to do, Katie. Let me give you some different examples of mm. don't squish up your belly and don't lie on your front and give your, basically, you're giving, always giving your tummy space to, to breathe and to stretch out, basically. Yeah. And it's really put powerful for the baby. Um, and it was at that point that I was like, I've got the freedom to do my own thing because I'm pregnant mm. and I don't have to follow the class and no one can like you've got kind of got this weird thing of like maybe I shouldn't be doing my own thing but since then and then we went into lockdown so a lot of it I was just doing it in my room so then you're really free to do whatever you want you can go rolling off and doing your own thing and then coming back and feeling like that movement in your own body and connecting movement with breath is like when you it's really really powerful Mm. so for me it's not really a commitment it's where i'm getting to when i'm older you know what i mean as i grow that's what i want that's what i want in my life i want to be able to do my own practice every day because that is super Mm. exciting for me and that connection you know what i was saying connection to your subconscious and connection to your body that that's what i want Mm. so yeah it's it's really exciting 
you know what it just reminded me of? I can't remember the exact way it was written, but I remember reading this thing, and it's not even a quote, like it's not even a quote about someone. It was like a random note, yeah, and it was saying, um, don't, don't let how you age change you, and it says change the way you age instead. Oh, yeah, so it's yeah, talking about cool. like just yeah. implement certain things that will yeah. help people age healthier. Yeah, because that's the thing. People say, oh, you know, you're getting older and you're getting more... When you're young, you're fit or something. But when I was when I was 18, I was, like, not that fit. Like, I was mm. going out a lot. I was... Yeah. yeah, I was... Yeah, partying a lot. I wasn't looking after myself. I was eating badly. Um, but I was able to do that mm. because I was young. So, yeah, my body could handle it. But now as I get older, I don't want to do that, you yeah, know. Yeah, I want to... Yeah. I want to drink water. Oh, no, you want to feel good. I want to feel, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I feel, feel good. good. I'm getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And like, yeah, yeah. I think, I, what, but it's interesting because it's like changing from boxing. Because I love boxing and me and Solomon still box together. But I don't really do boxing sessions other than that. Like, we, it's, and it's good. Like, especially Elijah watching us, watching us engaging in, in, in that kind of way is a really, is a really positive thing, I think, for us as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, but, where I'm looking at where my strength is coming from, it's like, I do, I love boxing, but that's not the strength that I want now. The strength that I want is more a holistic strength of understanding my body and growing. Because mm. with with yoga, you're developing your whole, whole body's yeah. muscles. So you're becoming strong in a way that's like, is a very different form of strength. Like to a boxing strength. strength and just just a body as a whole really your whole body mm. is like it's you're, you're getting strong you're developing your wrist strength you're mm. developing your finger strength you're developing you, your toe strength but you, you, you know what's funny when, so when i said because core strength has got like a different meaning core strength means like abs and that that's what uh, yeah but what i mean by core strength <laughs> yeah. when i said core strength is like as a whole as a whole body um so yeah, just just with a morning routine, yeah, it's funny because like I've started, I've just implemented some things recently. Um, so yeah, and I've just implemented some stuff recently, and uh, yeah, like for me, it's made a big difference. Mm. Like just like for example, I started doing morning affirmations, and like the way yeah, it what? sets me up for the day, it's like it's it's like on YouTube, it's like guided morning affirmations. But I used to be like not against it, but you know sometimes like having that belief of like what difference is that gonna make? But then mm. I'm a fan of trying, always say try stuff. So I tried it out and just in, I'm just kind of like adding a bunch of small little different things in my morning routine. Yeah, I'll nice. have my morning and I realise that it sets me up for the day and I have a much better day in general. Well, with the... Go on. Yeah, but anyway, so as, as we're coming to an end, because um, we're running out of time now, mm. we have a question that we like to ask every single guest that comes oh, man, on, on the podcast. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so the question is, if you, if you had opportunity to say something to 7.8 billion people what would you tell them if i had an opportunity to say something to 7.8 people 7.8 billion people did you say 7.8 7. 7. 7. 7. people oh, 7.8 <laughs> billion people um yeah i mean for me i'm more of a, a smaller kind of person i'd rather talk to talk locally i'm more of a grassroots kind of person so what would I, I think I'm going to think of it in terms of, I don't know, like loads of things, but I suppose, you know, we're all, we're all connected mm. and um, like, let's practice some serious love. Mm. I like that. Yeah. 
some serious love. I like yeah. That. yeah, yeah, love yeah. isn't a joke. I, I, I know what you meant by that. I, I like that. I love it. That's what I would do. Say, so. cool. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. <laughs>